Hello, and welcome in once again to the Hill and Valley Podcast. This is your host, Nick Roby. Thanks so much for tuning in and spending some time as we talk through some Clemson sports. We have a weekend recap to get to. It was a big weekend on the diamond for both Clemson baseball and softball. Uh, One of the outcomes was a little more exciting than the other. Obviously, we'll get to that. But I will say for the team that it didn't look out, it might not be as bad as it might have looked on the outset. So getting into that, uh, thanks for listening, and we will jump right in. So we'll start with uh, the team that didn't do as well this weekend. We'll start with softball. They start on Thursday. Uh, Softball ends up getting swept by Florida State, and obviously you never want to get swept. But now... You have to kind of think about it, too. Um, This is year two and a half, really the second full year. And last year was even a partial year because of uh, there were limited fan capacities. And so these guys are getting used to different environments and telling you, jump on the jump on the softball bandwagon because it is fun. It is fast paced and people are into it and it's tough to go on the road and I know the ACC hasn't been as you know dominant as maybe say the SEC or Big Twelve. We have teams like Washington out in the Pac twelve, but I'm telling you, uh, ACC softball's tough, and you're gonna get a fight every weekend. And I mean, Florida State's number three in the country, and Virginia Tech, who also swept Clemson in the beginning of the year, well, they had Keely Rochard, and uh, look what you know, they're number two in the country and, you know, tops in the ACC. So, I mean, this is still a young program, a really good opportunity. I thought Thursday night was really good showcase for Clemson and what they have to offer and just the battle and the fight that we saw this weekend, I thought was really huge, even though you didn't come away with the win. And so, you know, yes, there's not a moral victory per se when it comes to like postseason or anything like that, but just moving forward, just it, it, it's not like this doom and gloom kind of thing. And in fact, actually last year we didn't get as much of a taste of maybe some of the harder series because they didn't have to play, you know, some of the harder ones. Like uh, I don't think they played Florida state or Duke, you know, and they ended up losing to Duke in the ACC championship game. So, I mean, it was great winning the regular season, but I think also like, as we kind of, kind of figure out like what is successful for this team and what, you know, as fans, we get super excited in the ranked, you know, in the teens and high in the country and beating some of these like Washington and, um, you know, some of these top teams in the country. But what do you do with that? You know, when you get swept by like a Duke or no, I'm sorry, not Duke, uh, Virginia tech and Florida state. I mean, what do you do with that? So I think I would just say you, they're collecting themselves right now. Uh, you get an extra day to regroup and you want to finish this regular season off um, with a bang and go into the ACC tournament and look to make some noise because there's still a lot on the line in this, you know, even if we don't end up winning the tournament championship, I mean, hosting a regional is definitely a possibility. Maybe a top eight that might've slipped away a little bit with, this past weekend, but you know, there's a lot of stuff going on and, and ACC is a tough conference. So you never know, but I would say for sure hosting a regional would be huge. If you remember last year, they had to go to Alabama, which 
it was a little tough. The strength of schedule wasn't there. You know, RPI wasn't as high, so you had to go there. Um, you want to avoid that if possible. And I mean, honestly, this team, RPI is number 12 in the country. Strength of schedule is seven. I mean, so yes, they're 34, 33 and 14, excuse me, on the year, 11 and 10 in the ACC. So barely above 500. But I mean, when you think about it, like six of those losses are to the number two and number three team in the country. So it's not all as bad with that. You had leads in both the Thursday and Friday game, and it came from a come behind win from Florida State. And when they just scored multiple runs, and we just couldn't get, I think it was both times, it was even the sixth inning. And you kind of saw some, I don't know if it was just some mental fatigue from Valerie Cagle or just teams are have a little bit of a better idea you know because also year two and some of these other pitchers are getting an opportunity in these bigger spots like Reagan Spencer and you know like some of these guys are being counted on more and so now you have some of that going in as well and I think this will serve this team good in the long run you know yes you don't want to lose but it's really good for this team I think long term especially trying to develop second and third pitcher and then take helping Valerie get to the next level, you know, like someone who's been very successful, especially very early on high school. And now in college, I, I thought she showed a lot of poise and just, um, resiliency. Maybe that's a better word I'm looking for even too. of just, you know, it, it just didn't go your way, especially I think on Saturday or um, Friday when, um, you know, she was the one who helped give up the lead. But Florida State's a good team. I mean, lest we forget, they played for the national championship last year. And they took, I think it was Oklahoma, to a third game. So, as we're getting into this, and I know Clemson fans were kind of getting into, like, what's historical? What are we kind of expecting from Clemson? What's good with ACC, national power? Florida State's been, you know, the team in the ACC. And to go into their place and take them straight in the first two games, you know, I mean, you have Mackenzie Clark hits three home runs on Friday. I mean, that girl, we need to be talking about her more because her defense in the outfield has been great. And she hit the plate. She's a threat and she can steal base. This team is really, we just got to get some more production, you know, from the offense and maybe not put ourselves in such a big of a bind and pitching, um, have to close out some innings, especially late, I would say, um, and that will really help. But I'm telling you, like, there's still a lot of good things going on. So tied for sixth right now in the ACC, I think, if you get to the four, I believe, um, fourth place is kind of the goal If because um, that you, you get a buy in the way this ACC tournament works. But, you know, it's just kind of like, let's lace them up. Let's hit the field, and we'll, we'll, we'll take it. I think really important to note is that um, Clemson – is a five and twelve versus the top uh, twenty five in RPI. They're twenty eight and two versus everyone else. So that's the big next step for them. Is when it comes to these higher market games, these higher teams. You know, that's a little bit of the wall that we're trying to push through. That these Tigers are trying to establish themselves, and, and frankly, to be playing that well versus you know RPI teams twenty six through however many there are in the rest of the country. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty big time, you know? And so if this team, you know, goes and hosts a regional, I mean, that's a great shot. If when you're the host, that's a great shot to go to the supers. And if this team goes to the super regionals, 
I mean, man, the what what something to build on that would be that would be incredible and just a fun ride. So I just say enjoy it. Um, they got a big week. You got ATSU on Wednesday home, and then they're hosting Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech can play. You know, I I think. I mean, honestly, you would you would love to win win out. Um, I don't know if that's always realistic, but you definitely want to win the series for sure and set yourself up for a momentum ride into the AC tournament and. Uh, and beyond in the postseason. So that's for softball. I mean, it's a little shorter and sweeter, but I mean, oh yeah. And, and Saturday, I mean, they lost six to nothing. They fought, but I think just the emotional, just, it, I think it just took a toll on them in the last game. I mean, it's hard when you give up leads late like that to a tough Florida state team when you feel you had your chances. Um, and they just couldn't score. Florida state's good. I mean, that's just the way softball works sometimes. Sometimes you just can't get your offense going and it's just, they were just better than you that day, and I think that that was just the case for that. So they're going to bounce back. All right, now we're moving on to baseball. This is, you know, probably the more exciting one. Baseball gets a huge series win against Florida State, which crazy stat, they had not been to Doug Kingsmore and Clemson since 2018. I had not even realized that because, you know, they switched because we're in the same division with the Atlantic, you know, we switched back and forth. So last year, obviously, that we win. But with the 2020 season cut away, it, just the way the rotation worked, they, we had, they hadn't been there. So um, they're coming into a tougher environment. Um, you know, it's always nice to play Florida State at home. It's always a tough series. They've had Clemson's number more recently. But, man, this team showed out after, you know, winning the series against Wake Forest. You really look into the week, and I remember listening to Out of Bounds too. And Quack was like, "Listen, you, William Quack was like, you have to, you really want to go four and one this week, and with two of those wins being over Florida State, get the win. I mean, you'll take any wins you can get, but really, right now, it, you can kind of explain away some of the reasons, like some of the losses. But right now, you're just trying to add things onto the resume. This team's trying to make the postseason, which they still have a." a good chance about it if they finish off the year well but man i mean this weekend was huge and team higher in the standings than you can help build rpi especially you need to get some acc wins you really need to win honestly win out the series if, if you can because that the more acc wins you can the better because of the hole that was dug in the beginning of the year they go out friday you know back and forth floor state takes the lead and I'm like, okay, here we go. I, you know, like, I don't know what this is going to look like. It's huge. Is Dylan Brewer got, gets, a, gets a pinch at single, breaks a over 26 streak, I think. Dude's just been having a hard time. You know, and then we get next guy on, next guy on. And then the next thing you know, okay, Max Wagner, here we go. He's been super hot. I mean, he would just hit a grand slam, would you? Oh, wait, he is. He has a grand slam bomb. I was in... The outfield, I mean, it just was a rocket right over my head. It was incredible. Eighth inning, you go up six to four, and they take the series. Ammons lights out, strikes the side. Series win. Huge. This team, you don't know what the pitching, the starting pitching always is going to look like. Um, you just don't know what you're going to get or who. They're still trying to figure out who are the Saturday and Sunday guys. But you know what you got on Friday. And really, this team just does. I mean, obviously, this is feels like it goes without saying like you do better when you win the first game but this team is such a momentum team that if they can play well early 
they can keep it close, especially if they get a good start out of uh, Mac Anglin. He really sets the tone for a weekend. I mean, there you have it. Uh, they, they won game one really close. You move on to game two. Thought They went with Jeffrey Gilbert uh, for the the second game, which was his first start. You know, the problem is haven't been able to get a lot of innings out of the starters. And so you only have so many guys who can go so many innings. Yeah, I'm going four, I think, into the fifth inning. You know, I thought he pitched well, gave him a couple of runs, getting, trying to get stretched out. You know, I wasn't necessarily expecting it. But when you think about it, it's actually kind of good because of just the lefty bats they have. We don't have, excuse me, a lefty starter as of right now. So it gives you a different look. And maybe you just kind of think that, you know, probably at least one of these games, you're going to have to kind of pitch use a little bit more of the bullpen anyway. So you're trying to get mate four, you know, out of a guy like that and just set the tone early. Cause like, again, this is such a momentum building, you know, facing team that if, if, if it's close early or there's a lead early, it's really helpful versus like always having to dig yourself out of a hole. So I like the move. Um, now didn't end up working at the end. Unfortunately, you know, Nick Hoffman's looking a little bit more like a long relief kind of deal, like getting like a uh, just a little bit of a start from a reliever, get a couple innings out of them, and then have Hoffman go as like a long relief. And, you know, he gave up a couple runs, gave up a long home run to the fresh, their freshman Tibbs, hit a bomb. I mean, we were playing well. We hit two opening home runs, Max Wagner again. And Blake Wright, but you know, it was a tight game. Florida State's a tough opponent. They've got a lot of arms in the bullpen. Uh, they ended up winning. And, you know, there's only so much you can do. And then with a team like Florida State, you kind of expect the, the dogfight and you have to play your best baseball. And uh, they were just better that day. And so you come in on Sunday, 1 1, and you just you need a series win. You just, you need it. You come in, they have Billy Barlow go on the mound, which I've been wondering for a while, like if he was almost like your second most consistent pitcher. And he's a freshman who, you know, was their mid midweek Tuesday starter. And he just, but he just pitched, you know, on Tuesday against Georgia. So you might not be thinking like, okay, he's going to go again, but he has been one of the more consistent starters for the most part. So you would think maybe they give him a shot. On the weekend, um, so even after pitching against Georgia, they throw him out there again, and you know you're trying to get another four innings out of him and set yourself up well again. Well, Florida State battled. I mean, I don't know the last time I've seen an inning like that. Those guys battled. We, uh, it was a combination of like they battled at the plate. Um, Clemson had a couple of fielding errors that extended the inning. And next thing you know, he's thrown over 40 pitches and Clemson's down three to nothing just like that. And it's definitely like a look in yourselves in the mirror kind of moment, you know, thinking like, what are we like, you know, we need to fight and compete. And I just love the way this team competed. And it was, it was just really fun to watch, man. Um, Gosh, it's just it, he finished. Uh, I love that he went. He went four. Um, I know it. It didn't. 
it wasn't the start he necessarily wanted, but after coming off of Georgia, which again, number like 14 team in the country, and then you have Florida State, who was ranked number nine by like Baseball America. Side note, it is very interesting how um, widespread some of these rankings are. You know, in college football, we think teams are all over the place, but I'm telling you, like, D1 Baseball didn't even have them ranked, and Baseball America has Florida State number nine in the country. So, it, and there's like I think four or five polls out there, so it just kind of depends. I usually go off of D1 baseball just because they seem the most consistent, and it's just honestly, it's just nice going off of one poll, and that seems to be the poll that um, people use for like TV, and just I like the consistency of them and D1 softball. Um, so that's the one I'm using if you're ever curious. But again, still tough team ahead of you in the division. Need the series win. Caden Grice. I mean, just massive for him to get that three-run home run in opposite field. That's what I've loved, too. It's just the opposite field hitting. Max Wagner has just been carrying this team and also been, I just love the way he's been going opposite field. Very encouraging side, tie up the game. And then Christ comes into pitch. You know, he hasn't pitched as much. Gets a couple, you know, calls that don't necessarily go his way. You know, I don't think he pitched necessarily poorly. He just one of those times when you just give up a couple runs and feel kind of badly for the guy, and he wants to make up for it. But this team comes back, scratch across a run, and then the eighth inning of you almost started to feel bad for Florida State, and almost he does comes to you say almost, but you know they just had I think like four errors that inning, and you just. It was forced in the action. You know, Dylan Brewer steals the bag. They overthrow the ball. You put the ball in play. They overthrow first. Uh, overthrow again, and you just keep, that's what happens when you put the ball in play and just make the defense make the outs. You know, it, you think it's routine until it's not, and you just it's just effort. It's just every single at bat and that pitch. You're just fighting and making them earn it, and. That was just encouraging from this weekend. Not that, like, I don't mind strikeouts. Like, I really, I'm, I'm probably in the middle when it comes to, like, all these strikeouts. I think it's just more of you just want to put the ball in play. Like, I like guys going for it and trying to work the count and trying to get on base and and seeing the strike zone. But I also want some guys to be aggressive and you want to be assertive. You know what I mean? Like, you want to be assertive but also um, find your pitch and, and see what's coming and, um so I just I felt there was just like an assertiveness for this team on Sunday, and they came in and we we took the lead, and once again Ammon shut the door, and honestly it was probably the best. That wasn't like the best. It wasn't like the prettiest game, you know. I mean I think there were like ten, nine combined errors that game, and then Clemson had like four errors on Friday. It wasn't like always the prettiest thing to see, but. It was just gritty, gritty wins on Friday and Sunday. And next thing you know, you've won the series. You've won back-to-back series. They go 4-1 and one the week. And here we are, 26-14, and 6-11 in the conference. You know, you keep giving yourself a chance. RPI now, according to D1 Baseball, uh, they have them as 35 and strength of schedule, 22. I mean, you can work with that. And you keep playing well. There's some you know games on the schedule that can really help you out, and right now also too part of it is that they're trying to make sure that they're in the AC tournament. Only the top twelve make it, which is always interesting to me. Um, 
and how they kind of work that out. But yeah, it's not my favorite the way that they go about doing that. That's another conversation for another day. Right now, we're just trying to get in, and I think you, I think you do that after a weekend like this. But you want to keep building on it, you know, because they also work off it on. Um, they make a pool play, and it's based off of where you finish in the standings overall. And so, you you really want to make sure you give yourself the best possible chance of doing well um, in the in the tournament. And you got another week lining up, and here we go. You got Presbyterian on Tuesday, and then a rescheduled game early in the year is a Wofford team that is hot right now. They're number twenty five in the country. A great opportunity at home. You know, it's a four o'clock game, but I mean, this is very important, and especially with when you're trying to figure out who your starters are, that would be um, very important. So you've got that. Um, so you really, honestly, want to win both those games, and then you go on the road at Louisville, who's number sixteen in the country. Louisville's tough. I mean, <laughs> I feel like it's just rinse, lather, and repeat. You got go a little north on the road, ranked opponent. Playing on turf. Pitt wasn't ranked, but you, you get what I'm saying. So hopefully it's not like predicting snow. Um, but they just beat NC State. So, I mean, you really want to win again. You honestly want to go 4-1 and one again. Uh, keep building up wins. But like I said, huge, huge weekend. Because right now, I mean, you're only five games out of second place, technically, in the win column. So just saying, just saying there's a chance. Not saying we're trying to like go up there. I'm just saying it's not as... The gap may not be as wide as it might feel at times, but right now it's just game by game for sure. And you and that'd be right for Presbyterian too. All I gotta say is they went into South Carolina into Founders Park, defeated South Carolina. Now South Carolina, you know, is turning out to be about a five hundred team, but you don't know exactly which Presbyterian you're gonna get, but you better show up, better be ready to play. So as we're getting into this, this is Monday night. Um, I don't know. For baseball, who the starters are, they haven't announced yet. So maybe by the time you're listening to this, you do know. And um, but for me, this would be my guess. Uh, after the way that they've used the bullpen, you know, obviously you know Friday's Anglin. You probably use Gilbert again. You know, you want to save him for this weekend. And my guess is they're moving Barlow to the weekend rotation. I mean, I you just got to get the most important thing right now is ACC wins. ACC, especially against an ACC ranked opponent, you just have to build up in the conference. Now that you're in the other games, you're just thinking about how you're setting up your rotation and trying to make it consistent. So you got Tuesday, Wednesday. Well, last time there was a Wednesday, it was Ricky Williams, who we haven't seen as much. So I'd be curious to see if it's just more of a who the coaching staff has more confidence in, and just it may be just some inconsistency. He's only gotten like I think one start because we've only played like uh, maybe two Wednesday games and. You've only seen him once, so maybe Ricky Williams goes. You've also seen uh, Casey Talent has also gone, so that's also a possibility. Um, my guess, though, is because Nick Clayton hasn't gone, that they might be wanting to save him as well. So if I had to guess, you know, obviously, of course, this is not without seeing bullpens, how guys' arms are doing, you know, not being a person on the field. This is just observing, you know, from a third party. My guess is you probably go with either Williams or Talent on Tuesday against Presbyterian. And then on Wednesday, you probably go Nick Clayton. But with, you know, somebody like Gordon or one of the, th- of the three, you know, Williams, 
talent and Clayton, whichever one of those doesn't start or you're not playing to start, you also bring him in because you want to save those other arms as much as possible. So that'd be my guess for the starters um, this weekend. ETSU for softball. Going back to that, um, I think you could see Kegel in just getting her some some bullets. You might even see McCubbin, a freshman who hasn't pitched as much, or Spencer um, would be my guess. But they've also done Millie Thompson, so it just kind of depends on they've been they've been using it as the, on the weekend, especially on a bigger series. They've been going Kegel Thompson Kegel again because in softball, you know, you can pitch a lot more often so my guess is they might try to save kegel um save valerie for the weekend more and my if i had to guess they might go um spencer and millie thompson and just some kind of combination of that maybe with mccubbin depending on the score um but those have been the pitchers who they've been kind of going to um so that'd be my guess but probably maybe even like spencer um but like i said it kind of depends after after this weekend so they have it. Um, important week. You know, it's again last week for regular season for softball. So huge for them. You know, to want to finish strong. And honestly, you also have a chance of finishing below five hundred in conference. So you don't want that either. Or if any, finishing at five hundred. So huge for them. Huge for baseball. Get some wins. Got a lot going on this week. So I'll be coming at you guys again later this week. But just wanted to do a recap. So again, thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast. Uh, subscribe rate review share with friends hoping to get to do this some more and more consistently so always talk about clemson sports so thanks for listening guys and for now we are signing off